You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. And now drops it, Kane shoots, trickling puck, Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from the net. I was going in. In tight, Huberto trying to go back into forehand, they score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. You did it. Friday. The big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems. Downtown studio. It's a Flames game night. A rare Friday night affair down at the Dome. As those Ducks are in town. In a game where you want to keep all those vibes from this positive week for the Calgary Flames. Yeah. Pretty much a must win tonight. Pretty much a must-win tonight. Yeah, we uh, we know what uh, this team has played against teams below them in the standings. Not the greatest, but you know what? It feels like it's a little bit different now. Just I know it's just two games, but we haven't seen Martian play like this all oh, year. Oh, no. We have absolutely not. That is the voice of uh, our producer, Patrick Dumas, who's filling in for one Matt Rose, who is not here today. He's, He's back Monday. Um, we have the franchise coming in at mm-hmm, seven o'clock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Eric Francis is going to be co-hosting from seven to nine. We got a uh, busy show. Adam Stanley is going to join us, uh, covers golf for Sportsnet at seven 30 live from the players championship mm-hmm. at TPC Sawgrass. I want to ask him really one. Has he seen Gators? <laughs> Number two, the amount of water that's in that course. Mm-hmm. It is just awesome. It is all over the course. Yeah. And even the pros, Plunking them into the water all over the place. The ball just rolling in yeah. the drink. I uh, want to ask Adam Stanley about that and like golf nerd stuff because I got a couple golf nerd things mm-hmm. I want to talk to uh, Adam Stanley about. The voice of the Calgary Flames, Derek Wills, going to join us at 8 o'clock too. Your chance to win kiss tickets. We're going to give you the topic when Eric Francis gets here. Yeah. Because we have the final pair of kiss <laughs> tickets to give away today. Tickets go on sale at 10 a.m. this morning. But we have a pair for you Beat to win. Beat the box office. Beat the box office. <laughs> we have a pair for you to win um, before they go on sale at 10 a.m. Um, today. And later on in the show, Patrick, yeah. we call this a tease. Mm. Don't make plans for Valentine's Day 2046. Oh. Okay? Well, don't make any plans. 23 don't years no, from don't now. Look, I'm not don't searching. I'm just don't look it up. Just don't make any plans. For 20. Probably won't 46. be plans, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our technical director, Alex Brody's playing hurt today. Oh, is he ever? He had a trip to the dentist yesterday, and uh, he's got some got some tooth discomfort. Is it discomfort or just flat out pain? It's just straight up pain. Okay. I don't know, man. This is this is this is BS. Like I like toothache, tooth pain. Is right near the top of annoying, like, mm-hmm. pain a person can experience. Have you guys ever had a kidney stone? No. I've had one. It was rough. Yeah, passing that wouldn't be fun. Passing it was okay. It was oh, okay. before the... Pa- I, I'm i such an idiot, too. I had so much pain. I played in a hockey tournament oh. with a kidney stone. And my doctor was like, how did you do that? I go, I can take a lot of pain. Yeah. And then I realized it was a kidney stone. Uh. So kidney stones right up there with pain a human can and please yes I know uh, childbirth childbirth is number one on the pain scale mm-hmm. I I realize that and um I'm not gonna go down to childbirth and 
men and women thing. So, but um, toothache, tooth pains got in near near the top mm-hmm. of what Alice is experiencing today. Now, are you good with pain or no? Can you take it? Like, where where are you on pain threshold? Or are you soft? I'm not calling you soft. Okay, soft yeah. is maybe the right word. Wrong word. Or maybe the right word. <laughs> uh, it could be the wrong word. But where are you at with taking pain? I have a high pain threshold. I you- like to think I have a pretty high pain threshold, personally. So it's it's so. Would you say it's throbbing pain right now? It's kind of like it comes in waves. So uh, one second it won't be too bad, and then all of a sudden it's like a hammer just pounding right okay. in the area. So mm, should have been a lot of medication. Where, where were the fillings done? On no, my no. top molars. Okay, mm, the top. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Heading um, back after the show, I'm going to get in there. I don't care what they say. I'm phoning them. The second they open, I'm like, hey. Who is this guy? <laughs> I like uh, I like that you're going to be stern with the dentist uh, well, after what's what you're dealing with. Did they right mess now. up anything? Yeah, or? I don't know. Like, I know the one that hurts, it was a pretty deep filling. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and so, like, you know, but obviously. You know, you, you know, there's residual, like. They they drilled into your teeth. Yeah, and there's yeah, nerve yeah, yeah. endings involved and right bone, sensitivity man. and like that that it could be normal. Like you could be going there and be like, yeah, that's normal. That's just, just give it a day or two. Filling pain. Yeah, I I don't know this. Like I've had fillings before, and this is okay. This is next level. Hmm. Okay. Uh, it's unfortunate that you got to deal with that because I know the franchise said he's going to bring in some donuts oh. so you can't enjoy them like the rest of us can potentially oh, today. Uh, so that's going to kill. That, like, yeah. You get that like a maple, yeah. a Canadian maple on yeah. there. That'll burn. That'll you don't kill. want anything crunchy. That's for sure. <laughs> you I want something have, nice and soft. I couldn't <laughs> like, even have coffee this morning. Like an old-fashioned glazed. Mm. You can maybe uh, cake get donut. Down, choke down a little <laughs> cake donut. I love, I love me some cake donuts. Oh, yeah, with some milk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you donuts God. with milk, really? So, no, well, cake donuts because they're dry, a little yeah. more dry. You, you dip or, them in the milk. Actually, I I had this conversation with the current girlfriend about this. Um, she loves those giant muffins from Costco. Oh yeah, because yeah, 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 they're yeah. like cake. She goes, "It's cake." It Pretty is. much, like yeah. it is. It's those, just a mini the double chocolate ones. Oh yeah, it's like a oh. giant cake, and they're like a bajillion calories. <laughs> That's for a one meal. Of them. It is a meal. <laughs> I even have an affinity for the lemon poppy seed because yeah, I'm yeah. a weirdo, but I like. I like that and uh, cake donuts, mm-hmm. cake uh, cupcakes, and it's there's literally cake in the title. But <laughs> you, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, play, uh, later on too, we got to talk about this Tiger Woods breakup, which is a very fascinating story, and how he actually did it. Don't do you know? Do you know? I, know, I have no idea. Okay, so yeah, don't look that okay. up either because yeah. I want to talk to the franchise about that too. Because right. I, I I don't know if this is the, an all time like awesome move. Or it's total sleaze by Tiger Woods. So we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about it later on in the show. But yeah, Flames and Ducks tonight in what essentially is the must win oh, yeah. for the Calgary Flames. Because you look at the NHL standings this morning. Uh, the Oilers go into Boston and pick up a regulation win. First time that the Bruins lose after scoring first in regulation. And the Oilers <laughs> do it. And McDavid has a super quiet night. Minus one. Yeah. And some donuts on the score That's it. sheet. <laughs> and they go in there and beat the Bruins. Uh, a big loss by the Nashville Wait. Predators yeah. in regulation time last night at Mullet Arena to the Coyotes. That's big because Nashville is just two points behind the Flames, mm-hmm. but still three games in hand. Yeah. So the Coyotes did the Calgary Flames a big favor 
last night and as we wake up this mm. morning, Flames just four points out of a playoff spot, trailing those Winnipeg Jets. So the next three games on tap for Calgary tonight, which is weird, a Friday night game at mm-hmm. home against the Ducks. Sunday at home, Sunday night game, even weirder, against the Ottawa Senators. And then you're on the road to play the Coyotes at Mullen Arena. Yeah. I think a minimum of five points. Five and six, yeah. Like, you got to go at least five of six here if you're the Calgary Flames. We know they're, uh, it's like Maddie brought up yesterday, that uh, since the Canadian division, the Ottawa Senators have been a thorn in the Calgary Flames' side. Even probably going back even before the Senators have played the Flames pretty well. Uh, and they're playing for their playoff lives as well. So that Sunday game is going to be a sneaky, fun tilt with two teams with a ton on the line. Uh, that might be the one I'm worried the most with the Flames. But really, you never know. Like Arizona, they they go in there last time. They played really well. They had the offensive explosion. You know, and Anaheim, I think Anaheim's starting to figure out where the where, the, where they have to go, even though they've been 4-3-3 uh, three, and three in their last 10. So they've been playing above 500. Yeah, but this is big, and I think that, you know, there will still be some nerves until we get into this game. Like, the Flames against teams below them, not the greatest so far. And that's one thing that seemingly has been a theme to the season is playing down to their opponents. Mm-hmm. But again, Anaheim, full tank mode. Mm-hmm. They Defensively, they're just horrendous. Yep, Klingberg's gone. Yeah, like, that's a team that's totally checked out. They're in their Bedard sweepstakes. This is an absolute must-win. Yeah. For the Calgary Flames. And I think you go Markstrom here back to back. Oh, yeah. Tonight plays, Sunday plays, because you can't afford. Mm-hmm. And Maddie and I talked about it before the two games this mm-hmm. week. We said you need about 13 wins with like 20 games to go, essentially. Yeah. 18 games to go. Well, yeah. I Pat was talking about it last night on a Flames talk. If the Jets play 550, which you say, you figured yeah. play five. Because after this next three, it kind of, the schedule evens out a little bit for the Jets after these next three. Yeah. The Jets, or the Flames would still have to play nearly 750 hockey the rest of the way mm. past them. So it's still a, it's still an uphill climb. Yeah, I, I get I get that looking at it that way, just sheer numbers, but yeah. that one game they have against each other oh, in yeah, April yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is maybe... It's going to matter. It could determine whether or not the Flames are getting into the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, I believe it's the Jets' last home game of the year uh, before they end out on a four-game roadie. Which is big, and it's uh, it's 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 a West Coast one, and they end in Colorado. Okay. Um, and I, again, I the I thought the Kraken would be the team that potentially would be fading down the stretch here. Uh, they lost in regulation to the Senators last They've night. They've done this though all year. They've got hot, and then they go yeah, cool. on a little bit of a yeah. downturn. This is where okay, they just went one five straight. That was a tough loss last night to the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, you saw Vegas and you saw the Kings get two points in regulation. Yeah, so that's going to be like, is this going to be where Seattle falls back down again and they can't pull themselves out of a nosedive, or is it just a blip in the road? So this and this might they can't really have a a lull right now. Am I uh, uh, am I too optimistic? You know, I like to be positive, Pete, instead of being negative, Ned, when it comes to the Calgary Flames down the stretch here. Like again, we we keep hearing, oh, the, the Avalanche are gonna, you know, they're gonna go there and they're gonna get, they're gonna get first in this division. The Stars went into Buffalo and put Ooh. up a ten burger on the Sabers last night, and Eric Comrie was yeah. a net for all ten goals. <laughs> like was Mario Tremblay behind the bench for the for the Buffalo Sabers last night? Yeah, we're gonna leave you in for all ten, bro. Enjoy that oh on your uh, statistics. Thanks for that. Because um, I'd been scared that 
they, they, something else would have happened. They yeah. would have just kept going worse and worse. And yeah, worse. T- a 10-burger by the Dallas Stars last night on the Buffalo Sabres. It All was sudden, 5-3. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, you look at the standings here. Dallas, 83 points. They're seven points up on the Avalanche. The Avs have two games in hand. Seven points is a pretty big gap. And this this is why I keep trying to be positive, Pete, if I'm the Calgary Flames and I'm a Calgary Flames fan. Mm-hmm. Just get into the GD dance because you're probably going to avoid the avalanche in round one. Because mm-hmm. everybody keeps saying, oh, I still think they're going to win the division. And they absolutely can with 19 games to go. But I haven't seen it. Well, we saw the avalanche have that six-game heater and one of those games against the Flames mm-hmm. in Denver where Dennis Mulgan looked like Pavel Bure and Bobby Orr. <laughs> but... If the Stars can hold on and whoever wins this Pacific between the Kings, Golden Knights, and maybe to a lesser extent, the Seattle Kraken, mm-hmm. if I'm the Calgary Flames and I look at a matchup between Dallas and Minnesota's in tough now because Kaprizov's out three to four weeks and they're two points behind the Stars. Mm-hmm. But if I look at a potential first round matchup, even three teams, Dallas, Vegas, Los Angeles, like the Flames can beat any of those teams in a seven game series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they I, wouldn't be favorite. They'd be the underdog in each one of those series, and I understand why. But if Jacob Markstrom gets hot and continues on this heater, mm-hmm. and if the Flames do get into the playoffs, they'll be on a run here. And it's always dangerous when teams get hot heading into the playoffs. They generally carry that mm-hmm. over into the postseason, and then who knows what happens. Again, you have to get in, and it's still an uphill battle, four points behind the Jets for that second wild card spot. But there's a good chance you miss the Avalanche. And how well the Flames have played in Dallas this season, it's got to give you hope. Mm-hmm. You beat them last year in the playoffs. Yeah. like And even Ottinger played just absolutely out of his mm-hmm. mind. Is he going to elevate his game? Because he hasn't been that guy. He's he's had a solid season, mm-hmm. but he hasn't played to that level. And obviously, because it's the playoffs, guys generally up their games come to Stanley Cup playoffs. I think what we saw from Ottinger last year might have been... It was it was insane. It was it, you're not yeah. gonna it was see Dominic that on a Hashik, yeah. Patrick Waugh, Marty Brodeur esque. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. And if I'm a Flames fan, I'm like, yeah, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll take my chances with Dallas. And I know you haven't won in Las Vegas ever since the mm-hmm. team went to Las Vegas. I get that. Yeah. But even what Frank was talking about yesterday, he was super surprised that the Golden yeah. Knights didn't make a bigger splash. Well, yeah, with the Mark Stone LTIR money and that I maybe they tried and it's just by the time they got to it it was like literally all the big guys were gone. Yeah. They were all gone and I think maybe they waited too long with the Mark Stone thing, but we'll see. Barbashev's nice, but Teddy Bluger, it's like, yeah, I do wonder how this the depth for them will go because we don't know if Mark Stone's going to be there for round 1. Mhm. Is it going to be John Quick's team? And John Quick, the the Kings essentially view him as a third goalie now. Yeah. So yeah, Vegas is not exactly the more you know the most scariest team to look at either. It's funny with the Western Conference, and you see like you look at the eight that get in, and you think, well, only one of them I really don't want to play. That's insane. Yeah, it is. That's insane, and they're not even in a and even playoff spot. And even in the goaltending matchup, does Dallas have the goaltending matchup on Calgary? maybe like, yes. Yeah. Based on numbers this year. Yeah. I think over a full, full regular season, if the flames do get into the playoffs, Markstrom will have to get red hot Mm -hmm. and we'll be playing back to being Jacob Markstrom. If the flames get into the playoffs, I look at it at the baseball mode. You, you guys, the teams get in hot at the end. They've been fighting. They've been fighting. 
They get into that first round and they keep on going. Yep. Like that could be the Flames will be a team that'll be red hot going in. They're going to have to be. Yep. You carry that momentum going through wherever it's. If you go to L.A., if you go to Vegas, if you go to Dallas. But but just just to my point here, yeah. if they play Vegas or Los Angeles, mm-hmm. the Flames have a decided advantage in that. If mm-hmm. and, oh, and again, yeah. it's all predicated on Jacob Markstrom's yep. play. Yep. Because that's been the Achilles heel of the Calgary Flames all season. Up until mm-hmm. that Tuesday night game against the Bruins, mm-hmm. goaltending's been a major issue. Vladar had that mm-hmm. nice run, and then when he had the chance to take the number one job and run with it, yep. he hasn't been the same guy. Mm-hmm. So they and and I'm glad Daryl went and said, yeah, after I kind of threw it out there, and I'm like, hey, either live or die by Jacob Markstrom. That's essentially what they have to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can be negative, you can be down. Four points isn't insurmountable to get into the Stanley no. Cup playoffs. Nope. It is absolutely not. It's not like they have to go through what the Eastern Conference has to go through. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, let the Avalanche and Wild play in the first round of the playoffs. Like, even if you stay in the Pacific Division side of things, mm-hmm. that'd be great for the Calgary Flames. Yep. And and you might even miss the Oilers. Like, let the Oilers go play the Central Division. I still think Edmonton has a say in this division before it's all said and done. But yeah, that falls on their their goaltending a lot. Like right. those first two goals at Stuart Skinner, like the first one went right it through him, and then the second one last night, he was a giveaway right to the stick of I believe Brad Marchand. It was, yeah, it was. You need the if with Edmonton, you want to see one of those guys, and it's probably going to be Stuart Skinner. Kind of with Calgary, that guy has to take it and run with it for Edmonton to because that's all last night was. was like, it's a Stanley Cup preview. Stanley Cup preview. Sure. Oilers need to get that goaltending going. Yeah. Before I start feeling that they can be the true Stanley Cup contender. But yeah, I still think Edmonton could win that division. And then you, who knows, maybe get Calgary Edmonton in the first round if that's a wild card. That would be super fun. Yeah. Uh, but also, again, you have the goaltending. Yeah. If you hope. And, and to me, like when it comes to Stanley Cup champions, and I've talked about this on the show many times, just look at all the Stanley Cup champions the last 30 years. Mm hmm. They all have one thing in common. They all have a number one stud defenseman. defenseman. Who's that guy on the Oilers? Nobody. Well, if it's Ekholm. Darnell Nurse is paid like one. Yeah. But is Darnell Nurse really? Scored last night. A McCarr, <laughs> a Petrangelo. No. Like he's Dowdy. not one of those. T- yeah, he's yeah. not one of those no. guys. But that's why they go get a Matias Ekholm, who's kind of like a, sure. t- a tier below the top echelon defenseman, who's just yeah. really good in his own zone. Really good in the playoffs. I think that's that was why we love that move for Edmonton to help out the rest of that D. Where it's well, like, I don't, I don't think there's any question. If you could pick between two guys today, throw out their salaries mm-hmm. and what they're worth. I'm just talking about upside. Mm-hmm. I take Rasmus Anderson over Darnell Nurse. Oh yeah, the rest of their careers. I don't even think it's particularly close. Mm-hmm. I think I yeah. see flashes from Rasmus Anderson. Mm-hmm. You just want to see more of it. Mm-hmm. And credit to that guy for having that really traumatic experience in Detroit, getting smoked by a car and a scooter. <laughs> like, and finally yeah. he's, you know, back to being Rasmus Anderson. But yeah, like there, it, we're, we're being super optimistic and super positive this morning. You can't lose to the ducks tonight. No, you cannot lose to the ducks tonight. It doesn't even matter if you win an overtime or a shootout. It does not no. matter. You need the two points tonight. Like, you can throw out all the positive vibes that you generated with those two road wins, especially where you stole that game it in means Minnesota. Nothing if you Yeah, lose. if you lay an egg tonight against yeah. the Ducks. 
who stink. Mm-hmm. They're a very, very bad hockey team. This is as much must win as possible. Senators are a good team, playing some really good hockey lately. Yep. That's going to be a tough one. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, that Canadian division, woof, <laughs> that Canadian division was... was and again, I, I was... I came out right away and go, this is not going to be good. People think this is a great idea. Like, it was... The Canadian division was torture. It was, eh. I Seeing the same teams over. At the start, over. I was like, oh, the four-game series, that'll be fun. And then within a week, I was like, this is... Yeah. This oh, is great. The Canucks are back in town. <laughs> and then great. With, with the Flames, yeah. they had all their games at the end of the year. They were playing Vancouver while the playoffs were getting started. Yeah. They are playing like a 3 p.m. game on a Thursday in May. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I remember that. <laughs> I was like, what are we, what are doing, we doing here? here? Yeah. <laughs> got to get those games in. Got to get them Gary's in. Gary's got to get those games in. What revenue? There's yeah. no one in the crowd. No, no kidding. <laughs> um, but again, must win for the Calgary Flames. Uh, we'll tee up that game against the Ducks. Um, Derek Wills, if you want to talk positive, no, if you yeah, want to do yeah. a positive spin in the Calgary Flames, Derek Wills is going to join us yeah, I want to hear, at 8 o'clock. We talked to Derek, me and Logan, on Sunday during our live show, and it was right after the Saturday game, one of the worst games the Flames played all year. Started feeling a little negative in Derek's voice. Mm. Haven't spoke to him since these previous two wins against Dallas and Minnesota. So, so that's something uh, we can ask I'm excited him. about. Uh, for sure. And uh, Adam Stanley joining us live from TPC Sawgrass. Mm-hmm. And you and I talked about this before uh, the show started. Is there a better sport to fall asleep on the couch to than golf? No, I don't think so. Like, it's good. Like, it's quiet. I love, like, hearing the birds. Like, oh, this, yeah. golf's so good at picking up the natural sounds. I think, I mean, outside, I think they pipe in the bird noise at Augusta. They do. Yeah. There's no animals there. <laughs> yeah. I figure they pipe that stuff in because it's a little bit Patrick, too loud. <laughs> no animals live at Augusta National. How unsettling is that? So, you, like, even birds can't fly and land on trees and nest? No. What? Is, birds do not live at Augusta National. Oh, my God. They have speakers in trees. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You, what? You ever seen a squirrel at Augusta National? No. You know why? All dead. Oh Murder all the animals around Augusta National. <laughs> oh dead. But where do you see animals? Hey. <laughs> I guess you see not. old. You see old. You know uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks there <laughs> eating a nut there on on the side of sixteen. No, you don't. He's dead. You can't mess with the pristine uh, Augusta National. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know what they do. I don't know what they put in the air. Well, it's got to be the same There's thing. No Alberta animals does there. Keep rats out. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. there's no animals at Augusta National. Weird. Very unsettling. Ew. Very unsettling. It's the only course where you're like, ooh, what are you yeah. Doing like here? even watch Sawgrass. Like you might see a gator flowing around. Yeah, the water. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Augusta, no. You don't even see birds flying. That's what I mean. Like there's like no birds or anything. No. Like how do like they can fly and nest in a tree? No, not what there. The they hell? What are they doing? Is there like a giant what are they force doing? field around? Do they have some sort of sound that only birds can hear and humans can't? Like, like what are they doing? Whistle? Yeah. Like, what are they doing? Like, there? no, stay away from there. Yeah. Because you've never seen it. Weird. And I've had people who've covered the masters saying they see speakers and trees making bird noises. Ugh. Yeah. It is. I think as I figured, like, I, because it's a little loud and it's a lot more frequent. Like I figured, like like when the amount of people around, like those birds. But think about: it, Have around. you ever seen a bird watching a Masters I don't broadcast? Think so. Yeah, no, yeah, it's unsettling. Uh, franchise has been to the Masters. We'll ask him. Okay, he saw one animal. Yeah, at Augusta. They don't have any fish in the ponds. I don't think so. Wow. Maybe that may be, hmm. but I knowing a gut, I doubt it. Like in Ray's Creek, you can go and you know. <laughs> Catch a carp or something? I don't know. Carp is the first fish that popped into my head. Probably not. Because they're all dead. 
No, no animals at Augusta (laughs) National. Um, Busy show ahead. Um, We're giving away kiss tickets at 7 o'clock. Eric Francis will join us in studio. Uh, The Rose Report, starring Patrick Dumont, is straight ahead. Uh, It's George. It's Patrick. It's Alex with the sore tooth. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Your number one spot for Flames coverage can be found on Flames Talk with me, Pat Steinberg. Exclusive interviews, trusted insiders, and the latest news. Listen live weekday afternoons at 4 or stream the Flames Talk podcast on demand. It's Friday. It's a Flames game day. Flames hosting the Ducks down at the Dome tonight. Adam Stanley covers golf for Sportsnet. Going to join us at 7.30 live from the Players' Championship. In round, Florida. Round one's probably resuming right now. What is it with the PGA Tour and like having these suspended rounds? Just Maybe got, tee it up a little earlier here. Yeah, like what, what what's going on? Like how could you not like when do they tee off? Like like six AM Calgary time yesterday? Like weather's not an issue. No, it was not at all. Yeah. <laughs> like why do they not finish the first I round? Have no idea. What's going on here at the PGA Tour? Something we're gonna ask Adam Stanley about. Derek Wills, the voice of the Flames at 8 o'clock. Uh, this is the big show, Russick and Rose. Uh, Maddie's off today. The franchise, Eric Francis, coming in at the top of the hour. And then we're going to give you our text question. We have a pair of KISS tickets to give away today before they go on sale Last at 10 a.m. So uh, we'll wait for Eric Francis to come in to do that. Uh, I got lots to get to today, Patrick. Yeah. Um, don't make plans for Valentine's Day 2046. Okay. Um, Tiger Woods uh, with a boss or not boss breakup move <laughs> and a very special birthday today. I want to get to Ooh, okay. All right. Lots to do All right. on the program today. And we are live from Doug Lacey's basement systems, downtown studio, but it's now time for the Patrick Dumas edition of the Rose report slash morning report brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. You all right back there? It's all right. Alex just dropped it. There you go. Yep. I don't have a crazy intro. (laughs) It's all good. I just get the music. You can still play the Rose intro. It's just he's not here. It's all right. I'm going to make my own for when I specifically have to do this. Probably. Okay. So I'll All right. come up with a bunch of people saying my name. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. It's Calgary Flames game day. First to two at home, welcoming the Anaheim Ducks to the Scotiabank Saddledome. Hey, Bombay, you stop when I'm talking to you, son. Yeah, the 29th Ana- ranked Anaheim Ducks are here. What do you think you're going to prove, you and that bunch of losers? That's right, coach. They are losers. Anaheim doing their best to better their chances at the Bedard Golden Ticket, but they've actually been playing above 500 hockey over their last 10, which leaves them at a 9.5% chance at getting that first overall pick. On the Flames' side of things, coming off two of their biggest wins of the season up to this point, they got to keep that going. Yesterday, it was picture day at the Dome, George. I don't know if you oh, saw wow. that. Yeah, it was everybody was getting their picture done now that the, you have the roster set. Uh, yeah, it was, so it was a little bit of a fun atmosphere around the rink. Let's hear... From the man of the hour, Jacob Markstrom, as he's going to be relied a ton here down the stretch. Keep this play going. Here's number 25 from yesterday. The win was huge. I mean, uh, uh, Nas comes up clutch in the, in the shootout and then to fully finish it off. Uh, so, you know, it's obviously great for, especially for us to, you know, in, in overtime there with the callback goal and uh, to, to come out there and, uh, you know, take it to overtime and not, you know, check out mentally. So, you know, that, that was big and... And, but, you know, we got a big game tomorrow here. 
Yeah, good thing on the checkout mentally. That would have been a tough game. That zero zero, grind it out. Mm-hmm. Like, my God, like what is it going to happen? This has not happened in today's NHL. Good on them for staying in there. Did that win feel like a season changer to you? It might have been. It could have been. Like, really, it was a tough opponent that just slammed you on Saturday. And they know how they've been playing. And you've been talking about how much this goaltending has struggled this year. Mm-hmm. That was a huge game for Jacob March, where the Flames lose that game nine times out of ten. You simulate that thing, the Wilder win in that game most of the time. That was so huge. I I, I, I don't want to say if it's a season-defining, but it's, it's definitely more pushing them up that hill a little bit more. I got to see what they do tonight. Like I said, we, they have not won more than three straight since December. Yeah. And, and this is a, a golden opportunity here against the Bad Ducks. Yeah. Uh, a hot Sens team mm-hmm. uh, is going to be a handful on Sunday night. And then you go to the Mullet Arena and play the Coyotes, who who are they're plucky. Mm-hmm. Like, that Vimelka is a good goaltender. Yep. Uh, Clayton Keller's having a big year. Matias Michelli is going to be a fun player going yeah, forward. Like, but but again, that's, yeah. that's, that's a... You got to get five of the next six points here minimum oh, yeah. if you're the Calgary Flames. And you can even maybe, like, yeah, because I kind of want to put this into a three-game segment because they do have Vegas at the end of that, just two days after the Arizona game. Sure, but this but is these a next stretch. three, these three, that would be, like, everybody wants to see them win five in a row. Yeah. You win these three, that's five in a row. Right. You need five of a possible six yep. points at the absolute minimum mm-hmm. if you're the Calgary Flames. And clearly, Jacob Markstrom, how he played in that game in Minnesota on Tuesday night, that was... <laughs> It was fantastic. He was, it was just unbelievable. It was last year. I'm speechless. He was so good. Yeah. When Derek Wills goes on and goes, I've never seen him play a better game. Like that, that's something. When mm-hmm. you've seen the guy play every second of his Calgary Flames career, like that's, there's something to be said about that. If Jacob Marstrom can play 80% or 75% of that down the stretch, I think the Flames can get this into the postseason. Yeah. No, it's going to be, I think like with Markstrom, like, it's just it's a guy that you, 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 we talk about life and everything. He just had a kid and everything. So was that playing into it? We don't know, but it has been some struggles. I love what LaBarbera has been doing with him, changing up some of the moves and whatnot. Like it's different now. Let's we'll see if he can continue it. Should expect Marstrom tonight. Uh, after oh a yeah, couple I days know. Off. Yeah, I would be yeah. like, there's no, no way. No, no, there's no way unless some sort of tweak Bug. or something like slips <laughs> at home. Heaven forbid. Like, it's Jacob Marstrom's net tonight yep. and should be against, and Sunday against the Senators. It too. should be Marstrom's up until you reevaluate things at the next back to back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Pat Steinberg will get things going underway with Flames Talk at four o'clock. He'll guide you up to the Flames warm up at six with him and Lubo. And then puck drop shortly after seven right here on Sportsnet 960, the fan with Derek and Lou. Busy 11 game schedule last night. Nothing. Really on the out-of-town scoreboard. You got the Nashville game as well to follow along if you're a Flames fan. But maybe a couple with an eye. Let's start in the Queen City, Buffalo, where the Sabres are in need of some points if they want to keep their postseason hopes alive. Taking on the central leading Dallas Stars. Boy, this one was nutty. Stars carried a 5-2 lead into that final frame. Jeff Skinner would get this group within two. So, hey, it might be a fun finish. But Dallas, nah, they said nah. Then on the far side, he'll feed it. Chance shot, score! Evgeny Dodonov. He stars, grab it loose, give and go, Foxa scores! The extra point is good.
Thompson with it. Turned it right over into Marchment up ahead. Foxa has a step. Foxa, he scores! Robertson for Hintz. He scores! (laughs) They are going through the Sabres like a flesh-eating bacteria right now. Flesh-eating bacteria. Nine three stars at that point. Victor Olofsson would get the Sabres' fourth goal shortly after Faxa made it 9-4. Mason Marchment, he wanted that one back. Miller to Hayskinen. Across. Settling. Shot. Score! Mason Marchment. And the Stars hit double digits. They tie a Dallas Stars record for goals in a single game. A 10 spot. First team to hit 10 goals this season. Stars wreck Buffalo. 10-4. Yeah, uh, tough night uh, for Eric Comrie. Ugh. They left him in for all 10 goals. He had 49 shots against, let in 10. 10. Woof. That's tough uh, for Eric Comrie. Don Granado channeling his uh, inner, <laughs> Mario Tremblay, <inner> Mario Tremblay <laughs> la- letting his goalie in. But what is he supposed to do? Like, it gets to a point where, like, okay. I put Craig Anderson in or yeah, whatever like, the back of us. Was this, a, this game's uh, over. Just Luke it in. <laughs> Let's just eat up the minutes here and uh, just eat this 10-goal outburst. Yeah. It was one of those scores you look at, you're like, are you, are you serious right now? 10-4. But again, hey, uh, Tage Thompson still got some points. Yeah, and yeah. He continues to be Tage Thompson. Yeah, I mean, it just feels like Buffalo is uh, 99 for them uh, there for the Sabres. But good on you, Buffalo. You're better than you were last year, and I'm very excited for your future. Big tilt in the Eastern Conference race as the one and two wild cards met in Pittsburgh. Penguins and the Islanders played that penalty-filled tilt a few weeks back, very much a throwback to pre-lockout, NHL, uh, Penguins led this one 3-1 into the latter stages of the third before Hudson Fashing would get his fifth of the year, and then the captain would chip in his second of the night with under two to play. This one needed some overtime. Penguins had a man in front, pass deflected away, and now Brock Nelson a breakaway. Nelson in alone on two, two he scores! Brock's got an overtime winner! And the Islanders have their first season sweep ever of the Pittsburgh Penguins in this, their 50th anniversary season! Hofstra Radio right there. Good on the Islanders. First ever sweep of the Pittsburgh Penguins in their 50-year existence. Uh, The Islanders all-star Brock Nelson with his 28th. Huge two points for the Islanders. They're six clear now of the Ottawa Senators. Tough one for the teams chasing the Pens as that was a dreaded three-point game. Yeah, uh, Senators, um, they're here Sunday night. Um, they're six points back of the Islanders. Three games in hand. Yeah, yeah so. so they still got those games in hand, but you got to win them and hope yeah, the Islanders absolutely. don't win any of their next three. Uh, the Islanders do have the least amount of games left in the NHL. Rangers and Habs in Montreal. If it's one thing the Canadians do is they will make you work every night despite all their injuries and where they are in the standings. That's exactly what they made the Rangers do last night. Work. Habs led 3-2, getting late into the third period. And somebody got their first point and first goal in Rangers Silks. But Aaron to the right point for Truba. Now Kane, left wing circle. Kane moves in, shoots, he scores! His first as a Ranger! Vincent Trocek retrieves the puck. So after the giveaway, which led to the shorthanded goal, Kane at the other end answers for the Rangers. Kane's first goal and first point as the Rangers force overtime. Nothing doing there. They needed a shootout where the Habs ultimately fell 4-3. Just frustrating if you're a Habs fan. Why do you... I know, and credit to Martin St. Louis. Mm -hmm. Got the young guys playing. They're riddled with injuries, and they continue to be just 
a handful oh, of yeah. teams. Like they, they gave the Golden Knights that good game mm-hmm. over the weekend. They just continue to be plucky. But it's like, what are we trying to do here, Montreal? Like maybe, <laughs> maybe call up Caden Primo to start some games in goal. Yeah, because they're here down the stretch. They're kind of probably out of the Bedard stuff. Well, I don't know if they're out. They're 27th right now in the NHL. The like? Coyotes are only two points back of the Habs. Like the Coyotes could easily pass Montreal here, and the Habs can get to 28th. And let's not forget, they also own the Panthers' first-round pick in the Ben Sherratt deal. Yeah, so the Habs, the Habs have a 7.5% chance at landing first overall. So that's okay. not, not the worst. No. We've seen teams leap up with longer odds yep. to get there. So we're uh, we're seeing uh, if you want Bedard in Montreal, we'll see what happens. Uh, let's go to the New Jersey and uh, the Washington Capitals. Devils trying to keep pace with the Hurricanes for first in the Metro. Uh, this one would also need a shootout. No goals in the third. No goals in OT. We had to wait a while. How about round eight of the shootout? Devils can win it. The hot stick of, oh no, who is this? Timo Meyer. Okay. Just his fifth career shootout. Weaves his way across the line. With it on the forehand. Stepper scores. Welcome to the Devils. Timo Meyer. What a week it's been. As he gives the Devils the victory in the shootout. What a win by the Devils. They're just two back of Carolina at that point. But what about those Canes? They were hosting the Flyers, and this was definitely a low-scoring affair. Andre Shvechnikov opened the scoring just 209 in with his 26. Easy night for Petor Kochetkov uh, with 19 save shutout. Canes win 1-0, move four points up on the Devils. Tampa Bay and the Golden Knights. Tampa Bay trying to get back to their winning ways. Well, the Golden Knights are in an absolute dogfight right now in the Pacific Division, tied with L.A. and just two points up on the Kraken. And they need to start stringing some more wins together as well. This was a fun one. Also needed some extra time. Vegas had a two-goal lead late. But then Kucherov with his 26th. And then Braden Point with his second of the game and his 41st on the year would tie it. What would happen in overtime? Jack Eichel in the slot, drifting, opening up to the middle. He shoots, and it's a loose puck. It's in the goal. Alec Martinez dives in to poke it through. Vegas wins 4-3 in overtime. Yeah, Jack Eichel's shot sneaks on through uh, the the lightning net, and then uh, Alec Martinez just pokes it through. Andre Vasilevsky cannot get it. And the Vegas Golden Knights with a big two points. Uh, Tampa Bay struggling. They are faltering right now. Six of their last seven, I think. Are they just looking ahead to the playoffs here? Because they're they're not going to get caught. Like, the Senators are 12 points back of the Lightning. Is that who's literally fourth in the division? Yeah. Wow. Ottawa and Florida tied with 70 (laughs) points. Like, they're only four points back of the Leafs for second spot in the division. But I mean, they that feels like it's too tough yeah, for them the way it, they're playing. It, they just don't look good lately, but are they just, just so a, bored yeah. of the regular season? I it's like, t- hey, let's get the playoffs going here, boys. I could totally see that, but I just it's also a John Cooper team. You see, he's benching his stars. Yep. He's trying to get something going there. He knows yep. what's at stake here. Trying to get to a fourth straight Stanley Cup? Who's the last team to do that? I can't even remember. The the Islanders? Maybe. Yeah, might have been the Islanders. Yeah. 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 Probably. I'll have to do some digging for that one. But yeah, big two points for the Vegas Golden Knights. You might have watched this one on Sportsnet. Heard it might be the Stanley Cup preview. Uh, whatever it was, it was the best player in the world versus the best team in the NHL. Very fun game. Bruins are the only team yet to lose in regulation after scoring first. And they would open the scoring thanks to Brad Marchand. They were 33-0-3 when scoring first. They would make it 2-0 before the end of the first period. Then cue the comeback for the Oilers. Evan Bouchard makes it 2-1 before the end of the second. Brian McLeod, who had a really good game, would tie it. And then late in the third period.
Swayman to the corner, but there is Dreisaitl for the Oilers. Back to the blue line. CeCe across the Nurse. He'll shoot. Scores! Nurse let it go. It looked like it was redirected. The energy that Cam Moon and Jack Michaels bring to their telecast, amazing. Uh, Oilers with a massive uh, two points. They get their, they had the Bruins their first regulation loss after opening the scoring. Bruins fa- also failed to clinch a playoff spot. Come on, Boston. Uh, Edmonton just four points back of Vegas for first in the divisions. Big win for the Oilers. That is a massive and win. And the big guns. Dry saddle, just an assist. McDavid, zero goals, zero assists, minus one. That, that That's a giant win for the Oilers. And you said earlier when we kicked off the show that they need the goaltending. And mm-hmm. much like the Colorado Avalanche last year, mm. they, they just needed good goaltending to average goaltending to win the Cup. Like Skinner again, did shut things down there like, after those two goals. Between yeah. Skinner and Campbell, they don't need to be spectacular. They just need to be okay slash good if for any, the Oilers. If anybody's going to be rotating goalies come postseason, it might be them. Yeah. Even though how dangerous that can be, yeah. it might be them. Yeah, but we've seen teams have a ton of success doing yeah. that. Like yeah. the Penguins won a pair of cups yeah. doing that. I mean, Colorado, I mean, Washington Kemper, did it and won a cup. Kemper with, was Gru Bauer yeah. and Holpe. That's fair. Like That's we fair. see that it does yeah. happen. Yeah. But. That, that is a big win for the Oilers mm-hmm. last night. And who would have had the Oilers going to Boston and winning? You'd think McDavid put up like four points. Mm-hmm. Nope. He was pretty, like, I mean, he was still skating like McDavid, but he was, Boston did a great job on him. Yeah. But, you know, credit that Oilers team for uh, everybody else rising up. Uh, Sharks and Blues, Eric Carlson hit a milestone in this one. 20 goals and a career high, 83 points, but it wasn't enough. Jacob Vrana scored his first as Blue as they double up the Sharks 4-2. to two. Don't look now, but the Kings, they are on fire. Colorado would try and make a game of it on Nathan McKinnon's 27th, but just 14 seconds later, Philippe Dano would uh, reinstate the Kings' two-goal lead, and then Dano would put another one into an empty net. Kings win 5-2. That's five straight wins for the Kings as they tie Vegas atop the Pacific Division with 84 points. Well, they had a bit of a uh, they had a bit of an injury scare last night. Yeah, uh, Kevin Fiala, Fiala left mm-hmm. and then came, came back, back into the game. Mm-hmm. But that would have been a, an enormous loss for Los Angeles. And I think that's the one free agent signing. That maybe we're not talking enough about. Under the he, radar. He, like, they gave him a ton of money, yep. and the Wild obviously miss him mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. But he's been very good for the Los Angeles Kings oh, this season. Very good. And Jonas Corposalo, since coming over to L.A., has also uh, really strengthened that net. L.A. could be a scary team come April. Uh, Coyotes and the Predators. Good news for the Flames fans. Prez lost in regulation. And Brett Ritchie scored his first goal as a member of the Yotes. As Arizona wins 4-1, Nashville not exactly taking advantage of these games in hand. Uh, Senators and Kraken, last one of the night. Big one for Ottawa as they, they, that loss to Chicago really messed things up for them as they pursuit of that Eastern Co- Conference wildcard spot. And they were taking on the Red Hot Kraken, winners of five in a row. And they needed to keep pace with LA and Vegas as they had both uh, won earlier on in the night. Let's pick this one up. Tied at four in the third period. Takes a bounce. Picked up by Giroux. Here's Giroux along the boards after a shift change. Just trying to get some help. Sanderson holds it in to the corner to bring it. Sends it in front. Scores! Puck is tipped in front. Massive two points for Ottawa. They went 5-4 with the win. Ottawa jumps all the way to ninth in the East. Still four out, but they have three games in hand on the Islanders, who are six points up. Still tall task, but that was a big two points for Ottawa. They're in town on Sunday to take on the Flames. Tonight's sked, just one other game beside the Flames and Ducks. It's a big one in the East. Florida Panthers also trying to get back in this wild card race. They host the Blackhawks at 5 o'clock. Away from the ice, not good news from the Minnesota Wild and their superstar, Kirill Kaprizov. He'll miss the next three to four weeks with a lower body injury after big old Logan Stanley fell on him 
during their 4-2 win over the Jets on Tuesday. Uh, I want to do this little local action. The three other sports teams that uh, take place in our city, the Hitmen play their first two in a row with the Red Deer Rebels. Tonight's game in Red Deer. Hitman just one point back of Swift Current for that final playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. You can listen to the game over on our alternate feed at sportsnet.ca slash 960. Tomorrow's game is the third annual Bret Hart game. Uh, one of the original owners of the Hitman, the namesake of the club, will be put in the rafters uh, as a forever the hit, as a forever Hitman. Uh, game time tomorrow goes against the Rebels. will be at 2 o'clock. Of course, you can listen to that one right here on Sportsnet. 960. The Wranglers, they have a chance to clinch a playoff spot tonight with a win over the Ontario Reign. Uh, they would be the first team in the AHL to clinch. That game goes at 8 o'clock. They'll wrap up with the Reign on Sunday at 4. It's also a Calgary Roughneck game day. They're taking on the defending champion Colorado Mammoth down in Denver. 7 o'clock start. Roughnecks are 7-4 and four and in second spot just behind the San Diego Seals who have two games in hand. To baseball, the Blue Jays, they played two split squad games yesterday. One at the Trop for some reason against the Rays. Uh, they lost 6-1 Probably there. Probably the same crowd. I, 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 it looked empty. Look, There was nobody in the outfield seats. Yeah. I can tell you that. Uh, but yeah, it was probably what you get at, a, at a, one of your spring training parks. Uh, but they fall 6-1 to the Rays there. Uh, they were able to beat the Braves 3-1 in Dunedin. Uh, George Springer with a two-run bomb. And Kevin Biggio chipped in with his own home run. More spring training today. They take on the Red Sox at Fenway South. 11 a.m. You can catch it on Sportsnet West or listen to it on our alternate feed. Uh, World Baseball Classic continued last night and into the morning. The Czechs with a big 8-5 win over China. Cuba, they pick up their first win of the tournament, 13-4 over Panama. Uh, Korea and Japan, they were in action earlier on today. Korea was absolutely, or Japan was lighting them up, 13-4. This one's in the top of the eighth inning. I can tell you Shohei Otani, uh, he's got an RBI. Uh, He's hit two. He's two for three. He's just killing it. And Italy currently has a 7-5 lead over Taiwan. Canada, Ernie Ernie Witt's group uh, will get underway on Sunday afternoon at Chase Field in Phoenix against noted baseball power Great Britain. Mm. Yeah, where only 13 of their players are actually from the UK or the Bahamas. Uh, Might be one of the easiest games in this group for the baseball Canucks. I would hope so. Yeah, they see Colombia, Mexico, and the favorites, the USA. Do they have any major leaguers on that team? The Brits? Yeah. No. No? None. Okay. They do have a lot of Americans, though. They have uh, dual passports. Okay. Majority of their team is American. Uh, Yeah, to the NFL, getting close to the new league year. Yesterday, 16 teams were awarded 37 compensatory selections for losing players to free agency in the previous offseason. Highest pick awarded was to the Arizona Cardinals at 96th overall. That'll be in the third round. The Niners were awarded with the most, six including three in the third round. Just more stock to fill that cupboard in Santa Clara. Odell Beckham Jr. will hold a workout today in Arizona as he showcases uh, what he has ahead of free agency opening on Wednesday. It's been more than 13 months since Odell last played. That was in the Super Bowl victory for the L.A. Rams where he tore his ACL. And George, I ask you this. Will Aaron Rodgers be a New York Jet before Monday? Yeah, I probably. And apparently the Jets are only bidding against themselves. Yep. Nobody else wants Aaron Rodgers, and apparently Rodgers is pretty pretty gung-ho about the idea yep. of playing in New York in that giant media market. And selfishly, I was thinking about this walking into work. Mm-hmm. How awesome would it be if that crazy rumor that came out of the combine that Tom Brady will play for the Dolphins, <sighs> and then Aaron Rodgers plays for the Jets, and then you have Rodgers, Jet, uh, Rodgers, Brady, twice and Josh a year. Allen in oh. the same division, and then you got Mac Jones in, <laughs> in New England. Good luck McCorkle. to the Patriots. Yeah, good luck to the Patriots. But still, the, like yeah. Aaron Rodgers in the same division with Josh Allen two times a year, oh. sign me up for that. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be uh, 
appointment viewing for sure. Uh, round one of the players, the TPC Sawgrass was called because of darkness. Uh, it'll finish this morning, but the leaderboard of has many unknowns. Chad Ramey is your leader at eight under. Top Canadian is Taylor Pendrith. He's tied for third at five under. Adam Svensson also had a great opening round. He's just one back of Pendrith, tied for sixth. Uh, world number one, John Rahm, uh, finished at one under. And a tough round for Rory McIlroy. He's uh, way off the pace after an opening round 76 to sit at four over. Uh, how much of that first round were you able to take in? Uh, I watched a lot of it uh, yesterday. Saw the afternoon uh, wave mm-hmm. of golfers. Uh, Taylor Pendrith mm-hmm. near the top. Good for him. Yep. Solid round. Um, and uh, surprising that uh, guys like Scotty Scheffler are still lurking. Yep. Colin Morikawa talking about how his swing, he had to rework his swing a little bit, kind of found something mm-hmm. on the course. That's something we'll talk to Adam Stanley about coming up at 7.30, but at least Canadians are lurking here. But yeah, very surprising for Rory McIlroy when a lot of people, that was a lot of people's pick, yeah. but potentially win this tournament. That's what Rory does at some of these big game tournaments. Mm-hmm. He always starts off really slow, and then he has to put up these giant numbers Friday and Saturday yeah. to get in contention. Maybe that happens today. Don't know what the cut, the projected cut is at. Just double check it here. Yeah, I don't know. It'd probably be around plus one, plus two, I would assume. So Rory's got to get some things going today. Corey Connors also uh, at three over. Uh, need a big Friday. See if they want to play on the weekend. Down at Indian Wells, uh, checking out how the Canadians are doing. Uh, Rebecca Moreno, uh, Chevelle in straight sets to uh, Marketa Vondrusova. Alex, you want to let uh, Mr. Eric Francis in. Uh, Dennis Shapovalov and Felix Auger-Aliassim were in doubles action last night as well. They were taking on Holger Rune and Ben Shelton. Uh, I did not get a result on that one. Uh, <laughs> Chapo and Felix. Listen, Bull- our listeners in Calgary need to. They need that tennis they talk. Need, right? They need. They love that hot tennis uh, talk. Uh, Indian Wells, it's too late. It was like 1230 and they're still playing. Chapo and Felix uh, both play singles today. The 25 seed Chapo follow will take on Ugo Umber later this afternoon. Felix Ojeda-Aliassime will start his singles journey on Saturday against Pedro Martinez. Not the Hall of Fame pitcher, but the 120th ranked singles player in the world. Bianca Andreescu gets her tournament started on Saturday as well. Taking on American Peyton Stearns. Bianca won this tournament back in 2019, and it's Raptors game day. They're finishing up this five-game road trip, uh, taking on the L.A. Lakers. Raptors have only won one game on this trip. They've had their hands full with the officials over the last two. Fred Van Vliet, the latest Raptor, being fined for comments against officials. 30G this Mm. time. Uh, No LeBron for the Lakers tonight. Raptors six games back at Brooklyn for sixth. Toronto currently sits ninth, a game and a half up on Chicago. It's a late one, 8.30 start. That's your morning report. Great job, and it's brought to you by uh, MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. The franchise is here. Eric Francis is going to be co-hosting for the next couple hours. There's lots to get to. Uh, Don't make plans for Valentine's Day in 2046. Tiger Woods with a boss or not boss breakup move. And uh, we'll also give away some kiss. Tickets, which go on sale today. It's all straight ahead. It's the big show. Russick and Rose, no Rose today. Sportsnet 960, the fan.